Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Tonight, we're talking about how to communicate about what you really want in bed, whether it's casual sex, rough sex, or more oral, plus the one thing you might be doing wrong in bed and how to fix it. Thanks for listening. Okay, guys, you've heard me talk about massage candles, right? My Emily and Tony candles. Well, they are just sweeping the world by storm. I'm telling you, I love hearing from all of you who have bought them and use them and love them. And really, they do spice up your relationship. And also, they can spice up your solo time. They're just regular candles. They look, well, they're beautiful candles. They're from France. They have amazing scents. You light them. But they also turn into this warm, luxurious massage oil when you pour it on your partner, pour it on yourself. It's not messy. Not waxy, not sticky, won't ruin your sheets. It will, though, feel amazing on your skin. It's moisturizing, it's sensual, and it's just a great way. You're all saying, like, how do I spice it up? Give your partner a massage. It slows things down because one of the reasons you're probably not having sex is because you're all goddamn stressed out. So you light a candle, it's for atmosphere, and then you get a little massage. I also use it. I light it every night when I get home. It's relaxing, it's aromatherapy, and I put it on my skin as a moisturizer because it feels that amazing. So check it out. Go to emilyandtony.com. And anytime, use code SEXWITHEMILY, and you get 20% off your first order. That's emilyandtony.com. Use code SEXWITHEMILY. Thanks for listening. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can get all your sex questions and relationship questions answered because I am certain, 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 is that a word? I'm certain that over the last 10 years, I've likely talked about, written a blog about, made a video about, anything that you want to know. But you can always email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com as well. So check that out. And um, I'm here with Anderson. Hello, yeah. Anderson. What up, Em? How you doing? Good. How's your September going? I can't believe we're halfway Mid, through. Mid-September. It's crazy. I know, crazy. I'm going to New York this weekend. I love it because kids are back in school out of my way. It's amazing. I go to theaters and they're not in there anymore. Do you love, I love it? Love it. Oh, they're screaming and taking selfies the whole time? Hey, you ever write a, a piece about how to have sex with like a little person? No. Well, you said anything and I, you know, maybe that's time. You know, we have talked about like sex with people with disabilities, but not a little person. Do mm-hmm. you think that's time? I have, you know, if I got lots of emails about that or anyone emailed me, I could talk about Start it. Start emailing them about the sex with little people and how to do it best ways. It's funny that we do get You're kind trends. of a little person. I am a little person. Yeah. I'm a, what do they call me? A um, spinner? You're tiny. You know the spinner? No, because you can spin. I get, I yeah, get it. Short girls spin around. It's kind of a stretch Small. though. Like if they're like, hey, that checks a spinner over there. It's well, kind of guys a say that. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, I don't know. You never heard that? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but speaking of September, so we took this back, you know, it's like back to school, right. which we love. Right. Um, at Sex with Emily, we've taken this very seriously. It's officially the back to school month, but we're making it back to sex basics month. We're very serious about we're this. We're very serious about it because let me tell you what's been going on all month long so far. Um, I revisit all those essential sex and like the hookup skills and all the things that people think they know about or they should have learned about in high school because we know all know that sex ed sucked then. And so I'm going to focus on a new sex lesson that helps everyone be, be, uh, become more confident. The first week was supplies. Um, this week we're talking about different uh, like supplies, like which, you know, 
you can go back to our website and check it out. But like which products you need, which condoms are good, which toys you like. And then we're talking about positions. And I mean, everyone's going to love it. And I'm teaching a workshop at Hustler Hollywood called Back to Sex Ed Basics. I'm doing these every month now. Mm-hmm. I know you can never make it because you work at Loveline. Back to Sex School. And it's Tuesday, September 29th from 8 to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. And the last one was amazing, my anal pleasure workshop. Right. Um, and so it's basically you get champagne. We do lots of giveaways. So RSVP to HHRSVP at LFP.com. Or go to my website, sexom.com. We'll Click on the link banner. There. It'll be easy, yeah. it, They're so fun, though, Anderson. And I'm, getting, I'm so into them every hey, month man, because my I listeners drive in. Oh, dude. I, I will film it next time. One more thing is I'm heading to New York tomorrow for the Sexual Health Expo, Jeez. which is getting so much press. You know, the one we had here was like, how many people? 2,500 people in L.A.? It's the top sex educators, sex toys workshops. Like, I'm giving, or sex toy demonstrations. Not mm-hmm. live demonstrations, but people who make Use sex fruit, products. That kind of thing. Use fruit, bananas. Um, and then I'm giving the keynote speech um, on Saturday. So I hope everyone can go at sexualhealthexpo.com. If you live in New York or you're going, oh my God, my brother, my cousin would love this, then tell them to go to sexualhealthexpo.com and come say hi. Um, so it's going to be good. It's the 18th and 19th this weekend. What? I'm just imagining an awkward call. To like a hey, brother. bro. Hey, bro. I know we haven't talked since I moved to Nebraska, but uh, you should go to the sex okay, education. Okay, maybe your best college friend. I'm actually going to invite all my college girlfriends who live in New York. That's fun. I know. I already they did. I don't think I'm... Yeah, totally. Are they single? They put out? They're all married. Uh, uh, some are married. Some are divorced. Some mm-hmm. are single. Okay. Why? Do you want to come? No, I'm just saying. And then you, have a, big, you have a big thing coming. Yeah, I got When I get back. Very stressful uh, thing, but you're going to be there, right? <laughs> Dude. Okay. I don't miss any of your stuff, even though you miss my stuff, but I get why I you do. I can't, because I'm at work, Okay, man. but let's talk but about September, it real quick. But September 26th in LA. It's a Saturday night. Uh, it's down there by the Liberated Tower Pits on Wilshire. And it's called a Cold Cockle Night. That's the name of my production. Oh, company. I love it. Cold Cockle Productions. And like cock. It's like the same as like it, my, my your wife heart. doesn't like the name. Warm the cockles at all, of your heart. But you know, think, oh, this this story warms the cockles of my heart. Yeah. Since I have like a dark and wry sense of humor, my movies tend to be a little darker, comedically though. So I named the production company Cold Cockle Productions years ago. And uh, I'm showing uh, a bunch of my shorts, everything that I shot last year, and I'm award-winning guys, films. I'm sweating over a hot computer every single night. You're I mean, up till eight hours, eight thirty a.m. two nights ago. Uh, just sound you mixing because I, whenever... I get really focused. You know I know. I, mean? I love that you do that. Well, you're a perfectionist. That's why your films are so good. So I'll be there. Everyone will be there. Uh, the award-winning uh, Rules of Reduction will be playing, as well as uh, a number of other ones. So please come out. It'll be fun. M's going to be there. It's a bar, so we're going to be twenty-one and over. But we're going to be drinking. I'm going to be explaining uh, movies, like what it went into them in between. It's going to be a really good time. It's so the fun. first one ever. I'm going to do I'm another one somewhere, like in Seattle, I think later this year. But this one's going to be the first one ever. So. I'm really proud of you because you've, you've done a lot this year. I Thank know we you. never feel it when we're all working so hard and like it's hard to look up and be like be present. It's funny. I got interviewed the other day and they're like, what would you tell your 18 year old self? Which is an interesting thing to look back on your life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, probably just to relax. It's all going to work out. But yet right. I still forget to tell myself that like it's work. It's good. Like life is good. And How you... many guys wieners would you tell yourself not to suck? <laughs> I don't regret any wieners really? that I've ever gotten in my mouth. None. Good for you. Good for you. No, I don't. You know, I don't live in a world of regrets. Mm-hmm. I live in a world of living, learning lessons That's from things that we might one not of the feel so good about. Many things that makes you Emily and makes you great is that you don't have regrets. I don't. It, I, it's really fun to work with you and watch you like uh, just go with the flow and like you know, we work with some people who try and get you off your game or say things and you like there's you're unflappable. 
That is and a I really nice it. thing. I feel like I've been flapped. No, you're unflappable. Then one I on one. I know you flap yourself. You get yourself all freaked out <laughs> in your head. Like if you're by yourself for a long time, like on the freeways, Not and good. by the time you get in here, yeah. But when you're dealing <laughs> with other people, unflappable. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that, Anderson. Um, yeah, I try. You know. Um, I mean, I guess I don't try. Just who well, I am, my being. Your your amazing sex life helps you be relaxed. It's actually focused. been really good lately. Yeah. I have to say. Mm-hmm. Practice yeah. what you preach, kid. I do. I, I really do practice what I preach, and um, even more so lately, because I realize that now that you know it's my tenth year, and I am going to do a live show. People, I have about three more months. Sounds to plan very it. strange when you say that. No, a live sex show. I'm going to have you there, Menace. A live what? Like, oh, live like a sex live with actual, Emily. This yeah, show. like how okay. you did. Got, it. Got, we're got, still got. thinking about it. The improv, right. but we've been so busy. But how many would you would you guys come in to see it? Like it's been ten years. Who would come? Feedback at sexwithemily.com. It'll be in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. The LA Improv, great place to go. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because uh-huh. yours was such a success. Your after disaster live Sold show. Sold that fucker out. I know. Yeah. You kick ass, man. Um, so we'll all let you know about that. But I wonder if you want to come and see me there. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. I'm sure you will. Okay, so we've got a lot to cover today. Let's do it. Since it is the safe sex month and, and back to school basics and all that stuff, I just want to make a note here or tell you about a story that I got interviewed for, which I think is very important to share with you guys before we get into some emails. But it's this is the title of it. It was for HIV. I know it's depressing. Hip. HIV HIV Plus Magazine mm-hmm. interviewed me about the right way to put in a condom. How many subscribers do they have? A millions and millions. So oh, the thing HIV, is, it's online. It's a, it's I don't a, know, dude. Magazine. All I'm telling okay. you is, I it's, wrote it's about just a weird condoms. magazine that's okay. subscribed to. I, I would say that's but all I'm saying. It's online, okay? Because the thing is that condoms are so ubiquitous. We all know that we use condoms, or we we should be using condoms. And when it comes to preventing sexually transmitted infections and diseases or pregnancies, that's always the first choice. And I hope that you're all using condoms because I know I've been in situations where I was like, oh, you get caught up in the heat of the moment. But really, if you don't want to get pregnant, STI, unless you're tested and you guys shared results, like right. there's a problem. But the the issue is that even though condoms are 98 percent effective when you use them correctly. Mm-hmm. Right. But most people do not use them correctly. Most people. The majority of, of people. If I, I'm going to read to you now what matters, and I feel like I've probably made these mistakes. I'm lucky I've never gotten pregnant. Okay. So I'm just going to run this really quickly because it matters. Oh, you know what else matters? Huh. Size matters when it comes to condoms. Ooh. So those extra large condoms. That's girth, not length, boys and girls. Exactly. They come with a tremendous ego boost, perhaps, to having mm-hmm. them around. But there's massive problems using condom that's too big. We're not talking about length. Mm-hmm. It's girth. Right. The problem with extra large condoms is they are often too wide. And so a loose fit <laughs> leads to friction, and that friction leads to breakage, and that leads to sperm in her vagina. You know what that means? What? It's guys who are, like, buying in front of the girl, and they're like, uh, yeah, I'll <laughs> yeah. take the uh, magnums, please. Exactly. <clears throat> well, skin makes, I, you know, I'm obsessed with skin. They make, um, because they're non-latex, polyisoprene. S-K-Y-N. S-K-Y-N. They make ones called King, K-Y-N-G. Uh-huh. And I happen to be... Dating someone who usually Ooh, who uses bigger condoms, and um, he loves them and they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And I love them and they're awesome. That was way more than I usually share. Yeah, it was. Um, that was but weird. Even if you, <laughs> okay. Number two, use your wallet for money, not for condoms. Now, here's the thing: I want you all to be prepared. I want. I'd rather have you have a condom than not. However, you think it's a brilliant idea, store it in your wallet. You'll always have it. However, stocking your wallet with condoms works against you. The same goes for your glove compartment in your car. Um, you have to. You can't store them where they're exposed to constant pressure or friction or sunlight pressure. or heat. Well, because you're frictioning in your wallet. They're in your wallet all day. Well, what's going on in the glove compartment? It's well, the fine. glove compartment is too hot. All right. So you got to like put it in place. Heat, pressure, they all, and friction weaken the condoms. So just like your medications, red wine, smartphone, their uh, condoms are best stored in a cool, dry place. They should just come with a six-pack of beer. 
They really should. I, so you're always getting new ones. They're always right there. I know. And well, that's the next thing is that take older condoms out of service. They do expire. They do. They do expire. And if you put on your penis, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, you know, your so, penis might as well be expired. It's so depressing. I'm I know. I'm sorry. Guy, I'm going like, like, to lighten this up in a he's minute. He's like looking at the condom. He's like, oh, I never got to use this one in the three years that shelf life had. Oh, uh, it's so sad. I know. Maybe you shouldn't buy massive. trash you Don't go. go to Costco and buy your condoms, I only maybe. bought three, too. Mm-hmm. This is very depressing. Because what happens is they become brittle and they tear. Right. Because so you, you want to get rid of them. Tell me that the upside down is a no-no and that's on. Oh, yeah. Roll with it. So now that was, that's how I wrote this. Roll with it. So now that you've made it fit correctly and it hasn't expired, make sure you follow these, tip, uh, these tips to put it on. Mm-hmm. Tips. I get it. Tips. Get it. Open it carefully. Don't use anything sharp. Say, I know this might be obvious to many people, but think about it. I've made all of these mistakes. Like... I used to have all these... Con- Open it with a safety pin? No. Well, you could do that. But I had expired condoms that I got, like, when I first started sex with Emily, like, Lifestyle sent me, like, a thousand condoms. And I remember, like, I had them for a while. And I remember just, like, I kept using them. I was like, oh, wow. He's expired, like, two years ago. A thousand. That's a lot. Oh, no, I gave a lot away because I put my face on them on a sticker for a conference. I just thought of a, a great porn idea. Remember Brewster's Millions? Yeah. It'd be like that, but it's a porn. And, like, her dying or dead uh, aunt or grandmother says... I'm giving you a thousand condoms. You have to use them in a year to get my inheritance. Oh, and then she just has to become a whore for a year and use them all. Maybe a hundred. All right, a thousand's aggressive. Three, like that's three a day. Who's got time? It's a long porn. Although Mm -hmm. I did have sex three times today. Um, okay. Did you really? Look at him. (laughs) How many dudes? One. All right. Dude, I don't have that much time. I know. Okay. Um, so avoid using anything sharp to open it. Obviously, it will damage it. Teeth, nails, jewelry. Adding a drop of lubricant inside the tip of the condom can provide a little extra pleasure for the condom wearer. Do you know that you know this, right? right. You put a little bit of lube, pull the tip. Mm-hmm. The penis, if it's uncircumcised, pull back the foreskin before putting on the condom. Yikes. Now, most condoms only roll one direction. Position the tip of the condom so it's pointing away from the body, aiming at the same direction as the head of the penis. Next, pinch the air out of the reservoir tip. Do you know this? Pinch mm-hmm. it, pinch it. Um, this will reduce the chance of breakage. Using both hands is a good idea at this point. One hand to roll the condom down the head of the penis. And um, to avoid slippage, double check that the rolled down condom covers the entire shaft. You sound like a lady on an airplane. I'm talking like this. I wrote this, so I'm quoting myself here. Um, the Please other note thing the is exits uh, on either side of the aircraft. Should we need to disembark <laughs> the penis? Hey, here's the problem, though, Em. It's like, you know, you know, like most, a lot of the time you're doing this all in the dark. I know. This so that's why you, you got a practice. candle. You got to pra- oh, light a candle. That's a good one. No, I'm just telling you, I can't have sex unless I can see the person. Because mm-hmm. I would have forget. you like a dude that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, well, yeah. Or if you don't I, trust him and he might like tap out. Yeah. Tap in his friend when tap, you're not paying attention. Tap you know? his friend. What do you mean? Tap his friend in. Like his friend will come in and like sneak in the room or, you know. No. Like, I'm going to get a drink of water and then no, he comes back and it could be another dude. Yeah, wanna... I'm, I'm with you. Most guys are like that too. A lot of ladies, they don't really care because they're they're like not comfortable as much. Maybe right. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's just so much better when you can see. Like I want to fuck. I want to see what's going on down <laughs> there mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, the best thing is when you take it off um, before pulling it out. Grasp the condom at the base of the penis, holding the condom securely to the penis as it's pulled out avoids leakage or having the condom fall off inside. Have you ever had a condom fall off in front of someone? Mm-hmm. Fall, you got to. Well, it's you, always in front of someone. Have you ever had it fall off inside of someone? Yes. Yes, and, it's and a, you got to fish a it nightmare, out. especially if they make you get it out. It's like uh, oh, I would it's never. Like, I'm a spelunker now. Here oh, yeah, I go. I know, I know, Exploring. I know. It's so bad. So this has been a public service announcement from me. Real quick too, like yeah. the upside down is a real bad no-no, especially if you have a little pre-cum there, because then you, you realize it's upside down. You turn it over, and now like yeah, the really potent semen is on there, and then you're using it as a plunger to like exactly hit the so cervix. So if you put it. it on wrong, which happens, just 
discard of that one and don't try to reuse it. Right. Okay. That's all. That's my, that's my, you know, back to school thing. And the other thing I want to say, oh, we shot some really fun videos on this too. So I have my YouTube channel, Sex, it's also Sex Sell Me on YouTube. Um, you guys should subscribe to it because we're doing more and more videos. I have awesome video person, assistant producer, Lori. She's been like doing, we've been doing really cool. We start, today we shot one by the pool in my office. It's you really have a fun. pool by your office? We have a pool in my office. I haven't been to the new office. It's so nice. Oh, you were at the other one. Yeah. Yeah. This one This one is nice. It's it's actually in a, like an apartment building, but it's, it's super cool. Mm-hmm. We like it. We have a good time. And then also. Um, you had sex in the office yet? I had to think about that. No. Mm-hmm. No, we're all there. There's like 10 of us in there. Good. Not that I wouldn't. Right. Um, also, yeah, check out YouTube and then follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, which is all Sex with Emily, if I haven't told you that yet. Sometimes I forget. And what are you? Have you been suspended on uh, YouTube? Oh, dude, no. Not yet? I thought you were going to say Facebook, yes. I would think that you know someone working over at YouTube, uh, they got their eye on you. With the name Sex with Emily, I bet they're they're watching. Oh, yeah. Be careful. You, you think? Yeah. Well, we don't put anything on there that's really like offensive or weird. I'm on Anderson Cowan Instagram. I just started doing... Uh, I'm I, proud of I've you. I've been social network uh, silent for the last 143 weeks, but I'm back. Look at this. Good. The wife cracked the whip. She's like, what are you doing? You got you to get on there. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. I, we... I barely post, but I'm on there. Well, you're going to get on it. Okay. We're doing it. We should... You know what? I think that we are going to take a picture right now and post it mm-hmm. of me and you on mine and then yours. Are we going to do something funny or... Uh... Yeah, super funny. Okay. I'm going to stand on my head. Hey, do you have a condom with you? We'll put a condom on uh, on the microphone. I want my car. There's one I have right everything here. In my I got car. a box of them right oh, there. Oh, Bang. okay, cool. Done and done. That was an authentic. Oh, oh I got so excited. <laughs> um, I'm wondering if we should get. I think I should do a quick. I that was like my sex in the news, but I have another one that I want to do, which I thought was interesting. So I'm just going to find that for you right now because it wasn't in my document, but I found it very, very fascinating. Well, you're doing that. Uh, I found it. Yeah. Also, I've heard the advice be given to like practice with the condoms while. Uh, Touching yourself, there, guys. It's a good. It's a good way to get accustomed to them and get to know your condoms when you're by yourself. And also, it uh, helps with, if you're you're too sensitive while having sex with them on. If you're uh, used to like doing things yourself with them on, that really helps when you're actually doing the real thing. You mean when people start first start like having sex and stuff that they should practice yeah, or just uh, always practice? Or if they're just not really uh, familiar or, or that you know yeah, accustomed practice. to using condoms, you use them by yourself. Well, we get a lot of young people listening to the show. It's yeah. true. Once you practice a few times, it's like riding a bike. <laughs> okay, um, I found this really interesting, um, and here it is. This is it's that online messages are more romantic than phone calls. Now I've been holding out that I I love getting a phone call. I like talking and connecting with someone, right? And I think that that we way overuse texting and emails and stuff. But most millennials hate the thought of leaving a voicemail, especially when it's to a love interest. Now scientists say they have a good reason. New study has found Facebook messages and emails are more likely to get you a date than a simple phone call. Mm. If you're looking for love, forget about asking for numbers and said you should be getting email addresses. Mm-hmm. So that's not even texting, though. So I actually, this I approve of because that email is more thoughtful, but a lot of people are like, email what? Um, the bottom line is that email is much better when you want to convey some information that you want someone to think about. Um, the author of the study said, and he said that we... He wanted to learn more about how we respond emotionally to emails. So in a study of 72 teenagers, scientists found that people who sent romantic emails were more emotionally aroused and used stronger and more thoughtful language than those who left voicemails. The research was conducted by placing skin sensors on the subject's faces to measure muscle movement associated with positive and negative emotion. Um, It contradicts previous research that claims that email and text messages can lack emotion. So when writing romantic emails, senders consciously or subconsciously added more positive content to their message, probably to compensate for the medium's inability to convey tone. 
So I guess what it's saying is it's not ruling out phone calls altogether because I still would never want not want to be in a relationship that's all text and But you're emails. old school. You're old school like that. No, but I love it. I used to, and I still, no, I don't right now, but I, I used to always date writers and I they would send me emails and mm. all the time and I loved it. You notice that like they're really good at first and then they start to get lazy after they get comfortable? No, I've- No? I have- Oh, come on. I'm sure no. that happened numerous no, times. No, because they know it really turned me on. They, they write me poems and they write me, send me cards. Do, but do I would think say. that like once they start going out with you for a while and they get a little lazy and they rest on the laurels, they're like, hey, what's up? Tonight? No, because- We fuck? Like no, they, they not really. That's that. Dude, no? I've already dumped them okay. by then. All right, good. Good for you, Em. Thanks, honey. Okay, let's get into emails. Uh, thank you for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithelmy.com. And thank you for telling me how old you are and um, where you live mm-hmm. and how you listen. That helps a lot. Okay, this is from a five-minute man. Hey there. I've been a long-time listener, and my sex life has improved dramatically until lately. I'm 29, and my girlfriend and I have been together for over two years, but I've been in a funk lately. I feel like a teenager again, and I don't feel confident in the bedroom. The result is me not lasting more than a few minutes in one position, and it's causing some physical, sexual anxiety for my partner and myself. I'm open to anything, techniques to improve, uh, to prolong my endurance, and I'm not sure if it's all mental or just physical. I'm not sure if it's a preparatory masturbation, uh, if preparatory masturbation earlier in the day would help because our sex isn't usually planned. It's still spur of the moment. How do I prepare? Love the show, Tom. Okay, Tom, it is hard with, you know, I don't know how long. He said he's a five-minute man, so he doesn't say that in the email, but that's what the title is, so I'm assuming it's uh, five minutes. So you're coming before you want to. Now, it's true that it's hard to discern whether or not it's, you know, psychological, um, if it's a physical thing. Sometimes it's a little bit of both, and it's hard to know. First off, um, possible reasons for this new development, because it hasn't been happening in the last two years, could be if you're taking any new medications— if you have more stress or anxiety in your day-to-day life, or if you feel like this anxiety about your performance is getting worse. So sometimes what happens with guys, and this is the psychological part, you know, they come too quickly once, twice, and then they just, that's all they can think about. And then it's going to happen again. Um, and and also if you, um, so that's one thing, but we're going to address that. There could be a change in your hormones. He's 29, probably not. Going through long periods of time without sex. So if you're too built up. So. Here's some techniques to build your stamina, right? Do you notice that when you, you know, pre-gaming? Yeah, of course. If you like, if you haven't done it in a long time, then you're yeah. Gonna be... So I'm wondering. He says it's usually five minutes unplanned. is almost average, actually. That's true. Average is like the majority yeah, five are less to than two minutes. minutes. The actual average is seven point three minutes. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Kinsky, like years ago, he he uh, did studies. Kinsky, the... Kinsey. Kinsey, yeah. I think he's like he's like Pinsky and Kinsey. Okay. And the majority of of his uh, subjects less than two minutes. Less than two minutes. But that's changed, I hope. Uh, why would it change? Because men are having... Because it used to just be about them getting off, probably in the 50s when Kinsey started studying sex. He was the mm-hmm. first one ever talked about it. I don't think that most guys... I think it's average is five to seven minutes. Yeah. This guy's like, he's not that far off par. No, that's true. So you're not so bad. You're really not bad at all here, Tom, first of all. Um, it just seems like it's recently. So think about those things that I just said. But here's some other techniques that will give you more confidence and you can use them to extend your stamina. Pre-gaming, like we said, masturbating, a short period period of time before your sexual activity. We always call it pre-gaming, but you know, yeah, get out. If you, I know that what you're saying is that you don't know if it's going to happen, but I mean, I don't know. Is she just? I mean, you've been with her for two years. I would think that you have plans, like you know when you're going to see her at night or that day. So that's one thing you could do. Um, use condoms that have decreased sensitivity to them. 
lifestyles make some of those. Um, the best thing is the stop and start method. This is one of the best things. And that's like when you start to learn about your sexual response cycle. Um, and that's when you, you know, it sounds like you're kind of starting this already. But when you are masturbating, you practice this. And that's when you start masturbating. And then right when you feel like you're about to ejaculate, you stop. And then, you, you know, then you, then you start again. And then you start to recognize you start to recognize when you're about to go over and ejaculate. So then you can practice that gotta and train your body. Got to be committed. Well, the only, that's the thing. This is why I say it's hard. It's not, it works, but it's not like you can do it once a week for a month. You have right. to do it like for a month regularly. Now, how many times, I, I I don't know if you can speak to this, Em, because you know a little different with you, but I, there's been plenty of times where it's like, all right, when that comes on and it's, I'm about to d- finish, I'm going to stop. Go get a sandwich so I can continue. And then you get there and you're and on you're the like, verge. Oh, and you're like, yeah, F it. Let's just see, finish See, that's it. why it's yeah. so hard, okay? So I understand that there's also Fleshlight makes a stamina training unit that's just for this purpose. It's the same. It's a stop-start method, but you use a Fleshlight, which feels amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you could take it slower. I mean, for many couples, like slow, sensual lovemaking is, you know, can be really hot. And it can be the secret to longer sex sessions. So maybe make sure that she's taken care of first. Mm-hmm. Give her an O. Go down on her. Right. Yeah. As long as you take care of her, you do whatever you like. Right. right? Don't go jackhammering, all that stuff. But oh, you already know this, Tom, because you've been listening. The I hate the jackhammer. I this wish is... there were like signs of where it was like zero. There's some other things you could do, though. You could sw- do slower. So instead of jackhammering, like I said, try slower, deliberate movements. So you can like swivel your and rock your hips instead of thrusting. Hips movements feel good. Like guys just think they got to thrust. So move back and forth. Um, promescent. Promescent. Permescent is amazing. It's actually the only FDA-approved treatment for premature ejaculation. It's a quickly absorbing delay spray. You put on your penis 10 minutes before sex. I'm sure you know 10 minutes before, and you'll last twice as long. You can also try positions. So, for example, um, there's certain positions where you'll come quicker, like a lot of time doggy style. But if women on top, for example, puts her in control, and it involves more grinding than thrusting, um, doggy style for guys again that could be one that's just going to go over the top and missionary you know there's also less vigorous thrusting sometimes for doing it right um, try promescent try fleshlight these are all good things that you should do and also go to my website because I've got a lot of articles on this as well good luck Tom I'm glad I've helped your sex life a lot and I don't trip on this because this can totally be taken care of it just started happening to you you've been having healthy sex for 29 years and don't trip on it I think this is the big thing he's in his head and the fact that he actually cares enough to write you shows that he's going to take care of it. I love you write yeah. me, and I love that you're listening. And when you say that, I, I don't know, that's just my ego, but not my ego. Well, it is my ego, but my brain wants to know when people say you've helped me so much, I always want to know, like, I'm not saying, like, specifically, like, right. because people are like, how do you help people? I'm like, I get, but I want to know, like, oh, I didn't know about the wheelbarrow position, or right. I didn't, you know. I got an email from a guy the other night uh, who said that he had to put his dog down in the middle of the night, like 2 a.m., and Aww. it was like his best friend. It was a really sad email, but he said he's been listening to one of my shows, The After Disaster, uh, a lot ever since, and it makes him feel better every time he puts it on. It brings him to a happier place. So like that's that's why I like to do that show. You know what I mean? It's because it brings totally. people... Make, Dude, it brings a smile to people. I get faces, it. You know? No, I re, I get, you know, in my feedback, I get, yeah, I get those emails every day. People are like, you changed my life. It makes me so happy. I loved your recent show. I mean, that's... That's why, That's why we, we do, do That's it. That's why we do what we do. I know. You and know? also, I can take the criticism. People don't like when I used to drink water into the microphone. Stop doing that. I don't. The minute we stop having fun, you know, we just have to stop. Right. That's when we have to quit. You know? Right. When That's when we have to hang up, hang up the headphones. Yeah, exactly. I'm away. never hanging these up. Okay. Never. Um, but I also want to take tell you really quickly about another thing I've been saying we're getting a ton of emails about. And this is the intensity, um, which is the, this is just a quick 
to tell you about one of my sponsors that I am obsessed with, The Intensity. It's at pourmoi.com. Oh, this is that one that I could do the, Keg, it the does kegels for you? It does your kegel exercises for you. It feels amazing. It's become part of my daily routine, which let me tell you something. Like this is like what Tom, I was telling Tom about uh, doing it every day is really hard. I look forward to this. Who's it's Tom? Like, Tom's the guy with the five-minute man. That okay. just, you're just oh, okay. right. So the thing about this is like it's this very meditative. Like you put it inside you. It works your kegels. Because the thing is that women don't realize that their pelvic floor, their PC muscles mm. are so important. You can have, if you if you want stronger orgasms, if you suffer from urinary incontinence, i.e. you pee in your pants when you sneeze, mm. um, or you just want stronger orgasms, this is a game changer because for five minutes a day, it just does them for me. And it's so relaxing how it like it fits to your body and then it does them for five minutes. It feels really good. You know you're getting them done right. Like, you know, they say like at the gym, like you should be more efficient. You could really only go for a half hour. Right. And you're like, and I know that I'll like run for 45 minutes and I could have like ran for 20, done weights for 20. And this is the kind of thing where five minutes, I feel my orgasm. That's why it's sex three times a day. So much stronger. But also it's a rabbit vibe. So then you can also have a little orgasm after or before, whatever you like. We've actually all done it differently in our office. We've all used it, not together. What? Um, so it is the intensity. It's revolutionary intimate health and stimulation device. Takes all the confusion out of kegels and it is no ordinary sex toy. Um, 43% of women experience difficulty enjoying orgasms, uh, enjoying sex at some point in their life. So check it out. Pourmoi.com. P-O-U-R-M-O-I. And then also the flashlight, which I just talked about, the stamina training unit. It's a male masturbation sleeve. It feels amazing. And you've got your hand. Why not get a flashlight too? Because it feels like real sex and it's just something different. And I've got a million toys. You should at least try it because no one has ever said to me, why'd you make me get that? Every guy's <laughs> loved it. It's true. I keep waiting. No one's ever been like, that sucked. That was wrong. Ever. So that's what I know. And I also use this with guys. And I know I've given it to men. And they've all been like, holy moly. So check it out. Go to sexwithemily.com. Click on the flashlight banner. Use code Emily. Get a free bottle of their award-winning flesh lube. Do that now. Okay. Are you wearing one right now? I am wearing a flashlight. Can you no, tell? not the flashlight. What? The intensity. Oh. I'm wearing, um, no, I'm wearing my Crave Vesper necklace. Oh, you are wearing I am wearing that. a vibrator. Yes. She is wearing the vibrator. I love this freaking uh-huh. necklace. Um, Carmen okay. Electra was so excited to get that. I know. That was genuine excitement, too. That was not like a pre-planned like, little like, plug thing. Like, she was pumped. She was so pumped. And we gave her the magic wand and plug. She was, she was psyched. She's a sweet lady. She was I like really that Carmen sweet. Electra. That was a great show. You guys want to check it out. It's a, it was a really good show. She loved her. We're talking about the Crave Vesper, which is a really cool necklace, too. And if you use code Emily, you get free shipping. Check that out. Look it's love that. Crave. Extra little plug, though. Dude, I know. People hate try. when I do that. I, people used to get mad, too, because I used to always plug. Boy, you guys think I plug now? But it wasn't on purpose. It was I would try to work it into like It's emails. hard not to when everything you're talking about. Well, that's stuff true. That so you... I'm just like, oh, by the way. So now I like do it really fast. They probably can't hear what I'm saying. And Emily like... finds the products that help your sex life. Then yeah. she goes to them and says, hey, I want to help people's sex life, but you got to help me yeah. too so I can continue helping people with their sex life. So it's like this snake eating its own tail, exactly. but it's all part of the own, I would own never, thing. I would never, You've ever... turned down plenty of oh, sponsors. I turned down yeah. every day I turn down sponsors. Right. People are contacting me. I don't have enough room. I don't have enough time. And I would never support a product that I don't believe in. If right. the product sucks, like I'm going to tell you all to buy a shitty product. No, I would never do it. These are all amazing. The mm-hmm. top of the top of the line. Okay, how to communicate needs to a partner. Another email. Wait, real quick. What? Is there going to be any sex in the news this episode? I did it. You did? Well, it was a condom one. Oh. And then I did the one about the the emotional, the. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, with the uh, pervy scientist like putting I had skin, another one. Did you, skin sensors on the teenager's face. Do you want me to do the third one that I didn't do? Well, I love the sex in the news. Is it good? Yeah, they were both. Want me to redo it for you? Okay, this yeah. is for Anderson. And then we'll do. And then we'll do an, an email. But sex in the news is sweet. Oh, this is interesting for you. Okay, why is okay. that? Okay, this better Forget not be about small roses. wieners or quick comers or something. Forget roses. Give your loved ones access to your emails. What? Yeah. 
negative. Hello? No. Like if a you want to show stuff. your partner how much you love them, you don't need to spend a fortune. A study has found that more than half of lovers, 56% believe sharing a mobile pin, email password, or social media login details is the best way to commit to someone. That's why you always have to have two. Hand over your pin. You can have a decoy and the real one. Yeah. No, people do that though. They like their bad phones, um, and more than a third of people admitted they have already been given to their given and given access to their partner's accounts. The study, commissioned by Samsung, surveyed two thousand British adults, and they said all the respondents were in a relationship, and the majority of the participants were female, fifty-one percent, and forty percent that they already know their partner's email password, and more than a quarter. 26% admitted knowing their significant other's Facebook login details. Um, a third said they knew the PIN code or pattern needed to access the other's phone. Does that mean they just watched? Did she know it? Or did they know it? Or did they get it? I don't it? know. Uh, um, and 54% they'd be suspicious if they didn't give these yeah. details. Maybe when Absolutely. you're married. Does your wife have all your login? Yeah, she's got, I don't know about email, but if she needed it, I mean, she can have does it. Does she have your phone be, login? It's going to be a bunch of like Groupons and living socials. Like, I get those promos. too. That's all she's going to see. It's terrible. Does she, but everyone in my office is logged into my email Here, too. I'll do you one better. All right, sure, she can know my code and whatnot, but, you know, the, the new iPhones, they give you, like, the uh, the fingerprint. Yep. They give you, like, eight different fingers. Give her a finger. Give her one of the thumbs can be. That's true, because yeah. my brother on his phone has my, my little seven-year-old niece. That'd be romantic. One. Be like, hey, honey, oh, I took the I first seven fingers. Yeah, put your fingerprint. I didn't know that seven people could. Who would want No, seven? it's just like if you're, like, in a place where you want to use, like, oh. your pinky instead of your thumb. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, got it, because I knew that my niece could access my brother's. Um, so it also says it found that four in ten adults in a relationship regularly sneak a look at their partner's phone behind their back. Have Some, you ever done that? In the, I, in the past, in, like, in old relationships, I used to be in really bad relationships where like it was part of the fun of the relationship was not trusting them and always thinking. It, it was bad. It you, was unhealthy. You didn't trust? Like you're paranoid? I've been in really, really bad, fucked up like relationships. Wow, yeah. and now you're so healthy. Marriage. And, well, I married the right girl. Uh, and I had a friend... Uh, and she used to, she was like married to my really good friend, but she used to tell me all sorts, they're not married anymore. And she used to tell me things about how she would snoop and she got sexually excited by snooping. Really? Like she would like go through his email and go through his phone and she said she would actually get moist from doing it. Did she find, like just because the act of it or she'd find stuff that was. I guess the excitement and the adrenaline and I don't know. Wow. I, I kind of get it though. I, well, I don't, I wouldn't get like too messing or anything, but uh, I would get like really excited. Like. When it's I was exciting search- to crack. Yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 I broken into girls' ago. rooms and read their diaries. Yeah, I used to be crazy. Oh my god, guys I was do an all insane the time. person. Yeah. I've had guys do that. Like one time, I left a guy, my phone in a guy's car, and I, and I was sort of casually dating, and I ran upstairs to get something. This was in San Francisco, and I came back, and he was like storming out of the car. He's like, "I can't believe that you went out." Like you always find something. Yeah. And it was innocent. Yes, it was a porn director that I had dinner <laughs> with, but it wasn't like I was sleeping with them. No, that's funny. I, I've actually gone through uh, not just one but multiple cars with search through uh, receipts and, and looking for stuff and looking back on it and guys if you're doing this or girls if you're doing this looking back on it you know what I was doing I was subconsciously hoping to find something so I could get out of the relationship because wow. I knew I wasn't in the right relationship and instead of just being a man and a normal person and saying you're not right for me I was looking for an excuse oh what did you find stuff that no I want to find I'd find like a receipt for like a hamburger and I'm like uh, maybe there was two hamburgers and right, it's just your crazy. brain right your brain made you insane yeah. Yeah. no it's, it's not good so it's not good to, if you think someone's cheating you got to ask them but it is true when you okay so here's the other stats here it says that um uh where to go here um you had, you had dinner with a porn director. Yeah, didn't you? Dude, tough. that's my job. I know. It'd be tough because okay. it'd be like, was it's it for work? Was it business me. or pleasure? It was or both, both, actually. I was did it end up, both? I did end up like, Shot a quick scene. That, yeah. No, okay. And six in 10 of these people have caught their partners cheating. Um, people who 54%, okay, wait, back up. Um, a third said they knew the pin code pattern needed to access, like I said, and 54% would be suspicious if they weren't giving it, given the code. For sure. 
But like, I don't, I guess you have to be really serious with someone to be like, what's your code? I've never been in that point where I was like, what's your code in the phone? But it's been a while since. And there's plenty of ways to go about it. Like, hey, can I get your friend's name or phone number? I need to email them about your party or something later, you know? Exactly. It's like, do uh, it while they're like in the back room or something. What's your code? <sighs> what is it? Well, here it says, it says, senders engage with email messages longer than they may think about the task more deeply when leaving voicemails. What does this say? What? Oh, a third also ruined a romantic surprise by looking through a phone or email account. So they're saying that yeah. they found stuff. The study found that, the, um, okay, the findings run counter to something known as media naturalness theory, mm. a commonly held evolutionary standard suggesting that the further we get away from face-to-face communications, the less natural and less effective it comes. There's a theory that says that emails and other text communications don't really work well. We should probably go back and reconsider a lot of the stereotypical typical assumptions that we hold about email and text that may not hold true when we take a deeper look at how they react psychologically. What? Um, I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, but it says that... Um, I just... This is like... What are they saying? And then people found... This is like 4 in 10 found that they were cheating when they actually did look. But I oh, think really? that... Um, 40% yeah. if you oh, do look. 6 out of 10 people have caught their partners cheating. Mm, I thought it was 4 out of 10. Wait, sorry. The study additionally found that 4 in 10 adults in a relationship regularly sneak a look... This is where you distracted me. <laughs> a, the, a study additionally found that 4 in 10 in a relationship sneak a look at their partner's phone. Mm. And then 6 in 10 of these people caught their partners cheating. So like everyone says, well, if you look, you're going to find something. Right. Now, is that just because the people looking are suspicious? Or do you think that if you looked at anyone's phone, you'd find something? I guess yours, you wouldn't. I Although I don't know you. I mean, phone, I don't know yeah. if you were on Ashley Madison or not. They haven't really released She looked. It the wife looked. She did. And I'm like, did you look up all five of my emails, honey? Did you look all five? Because I got five emails. She's like, no. I'm oh, my like, God. Look at See, all I feel you like want. you're the person that, I don't know why, but I guess I just, you just seem, you just love your wife. You don't get married unless you're going to, you know, you're ready. I hope. Perhaps. I don't know. I think you are. Yeah. yeah. You're good. Okay. How to communicate needs to a partner. Dear Emily, I'm 33. I'm in a new relationship. He's wonderful and supportive and so fun. We have a lot of sexual chemistry and he's very interested in giving me oral sex in addition to the rest of our repertoire. My problem is that I've never had anyone give me oral sex or even manual stimulation, so I don't really know what I like. I started masturbating at 29 with the magic wand, which was my first orgasm despite years of prior intercourse. What? What? 29. She's 33. Um, she's been masturbating since then with other vibrators as well. Like nonstop, probably hasn't left the house. I'm sure. Right? Yeah, you're like, what? Whoa. But it's interesting because a lot of women just will not orgasm through intercourse alone. In fact, only 30% do. So I'm sure she's been having sex, you know, maybe since her late teens. But not oral. Not oral and no orgasms, okay? So she prefers a sensation, and then she says, I prefer... Okay, she said, she's been since then with other vibrators as well. And she says, I prefer sensation that reaches the clitoral legs more than directly on the clitoris. So that means the clitoris, we all know what that is, a little love button, the what top of the mean? vaginal opening. Mm-hmm. However, the clitoris has four inches of legs what? that delve deep. Yep, it's like behind the walls of the vagina, like the, the labia, the lips. Mm-hmm. So there are actually, well, you know there's 8,000 nerve endings, but it goes deeper. So Who what counted? she's saying is she Who likes, counted? I did. So she's saying that she likes that stimulation like on the labia, mm-hmm. which is like the lips. So now I don't know, I know lips sounds. It, all of this, the fingers, the I legs, know, the floor, the, the, the pelvic floor, all of this, you're making it very unsexy. Very you want unsexy. me to too? Should I talk dirty? Yeah. So many rubs, your labia, yeah. your lips. There you go. The little man in the boat. So now, she says, I yeah, don't to tell him what I want since I don't know or how to explore with him without feeling bad that he's not ple- that he's not pleasuring me. Manual masturbation has never worked for me. What can <laughs> I do to help him to help? <laughs> what can I do to help him help me figure out what I like? Kristen from Wisconsin. 
Okay, first up, Kristen, you have to figure out what you like. And this is the bottom line with everything in life. What kind of job you want, what kind of relationship you want to be in, and especially sexually, no one is going to write up, you know, someday my prince will come and so will I. Women think that all the time, that a man's going to show up and show you how. Figure it out. So manual stimulation didn't work for you in the past, but you have to just keep practicing. So it doesn't mean that you need to get rid of your vibrators. It just means that you need to figure out how and where you like to be touched and what feels good to you. So... Um, you might want to first have, you know, get warmed up with your vibrator and then experiment with different strokes and pressures. So if you typically like stroke yourself in a diagonal pattern, like moving your fingers over your clitoris from side to side, you can vary that stroke, you know, caress it, use an up and down motion instead. Um, because it looks like if you put that V, like for example, first of all, use lube. I don't know if you're using lube, but lube enhances orgasm, women's, um, ability to orgasm and to experience orgasms. Um, I think there was a study like 80% of all women who use lube or like preferred using lube, even if they were already wet. So I would start every session. Like, um, I get that in the past you tried it and it didn't work, but that doesn't mean it can't work. So again, I'm not telling you to get rid of the vibes, but do some playing around with yourself, um, and caress it up and down. You can use one figure to run circles around your clitoris without touching it directly. Like some women want direct, some women want light little touches that are really soft. You know this Anderson probably about after seeing some clitorises in your life. Mm-hmm. So the nerve endings will be like indirectly stimulated if you don't want direct stimulation. Um, so again, you can use two fingers. You can place one inside. I mean, you just got to really play around with this. You can tap. Someone would like the tapping. And since you like the clitoral legs, like I would do some playing, like put some lube on like your labia and do the V again where like, like let's say the clitoris is in your up, what's this called? The, the corn, crook. crook of the V. Crook and of then the your, v fingers your fingers are going down there. You're just like rubbing and index it. Finger. Yeah. Middle finger index and finger. And you could also use the vibe in your clitoris while you're also using your fingers. So um, use the lightest touch possible to like flick your clitoris one finger. Mm-hmm. These are all different ideas, okay? So once you've figured out what you like, then you can show him and Take you can demonstrate hand. it. Take, Take his, his hand. hand. Yeah. You can also, listen, I get that you want to do it with him and I'm not saying you shouldn't, but maybe spend a few days or a few weeks on your own. But if you're like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that because I get it. I make commitments to myself. I'm going to do this every day it's hard so when you're with them you can see listen babe this is going to be fun let's figure this out together here's the toy that i use right. and maybe with his fingers and hands and your fingers you guys will figure it out together just communicate with them you guys can make it a game you know how does this feel how does this feel if you you know tell them that your experience where you like pressure but i'm telling you if you guys focus on not just jumping into sex but you focus on this foreplay touching thing that you'll figure it out also go to sexwithelmy.com because we have tons of articles on their um, blogs about masturbation and all these techniques that i just blew through so um yeah have fun with exploring though like i remember when i couldn't find my g-spot for example Mm. it was lost no Mm. it was never found that i had a boyfriend that we like really did some serious exploring together and um map out yeah. GPS. G-spot. No, but I was like, I really want to Ooh, find GPS. it. I bought a book. G-spot. And, um, and I almost got there with him, but I didn't. You still haven't found it? No, I have. Mm-hmm. I did, but I found it You're tricking You're lying after. to yourself? Are you no, lying? no, no. I found other things with him that felt really great, but that was tough. And then I actually, on my own, I did um, but with a vibrator. Mm-hmm. But then I can transit. That's the thing is that a lot of these things that women, like if you... Some women just won't during intercourse because there's no vibrations, whatever. But some women, like, if you really pay attention um, to what you're feeling, Kristen, when all this is going on, you might be able to move in that way during intercourse that will allow you to have an orgasm. You might. You might not. Good and luck. you know what? It doesn't. There's she no knows, right or wrong. She knows what she likes at this point. She's been masturbating nonstop. Four since, years. For four years. Exactly. 
That's like the, the, and, the entire length of high school right. or college. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. I was a late bloomer. I didn't start at 20. Hey, I see in porn sometimes the girls doing this to themselves. Yeah, that's tapping. I, that's not. That's more than tapping. That's like aggressive well, that's slapping. Hating. But sometimes that feels good. Yeah? I yeah. just think they do it for show. Like they're showmen. It does seem like a really porn move, but sometimes because there are, it's like slapping the ass. You're like, why is that hot? Because there are so many nerve endings. Like if you're slapping the bottom butt? of the butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but like you're also so hitting like the clitoris. Jolt. Yeah, it gives you a jump. Shock, and, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because pleasure and pain, there's so many nerve endings like, so closely related. Right, so right. That's, that's, um. That is true. The the pleasure and the pain and the going back and forth and, you know, riding that line, making it almost a little bit dangerous. Yeah, mixing it up. It's good. I like it. It's like it's Hair like a dance. Pulling. You, gotta, you just got to let go and just do it. Exactly. And pay attention to her. And ladies, yeah. ladies, pay attention to him. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Is if you had to say there's one thing in your experience that like you wish that women would have paid more attention to, I'm sure your wife is perfect. I'm a married man. I have no you idea. You can't answer this? I don't know. What was the question? Go go ahead. Is there anything that you were like, God damn it, women always don't do blank. I wish they did this more. No. Nah. No, nah, not so much. <sighs> I don't even know why I ask you things. I wish they'd close their mouths some more. I'm kidding. I love talking to the ladies. I'm joking. That was very misogynistic. That, was really and that misogynistic. wasn't really even my style. I, need I apologize. Time for you. Okay. I remember, you know, you were talking about lips and how it's gross. And I, I remember the first time I ever, <laughs> I was like in fourth grade or something, there was an ACDC song, song. And the lyrics, I remember somebody brought it to school and I was just horrified and terrified. A little kid, little kid Andy, right? And uh, it was the lyrics were, I want to kiss the lips, not the ones on your face. And I was like, ah, that is horrifying. <laughs> There's a lot of guys, older grown men too, who feel the same way. That freaks me out. ACDC. Didn't it freak you I out? I think it's ACDC. I don't know. I don't remember it, but I could see it being freaky. Oh, yeah. And now you're bringing it all back, talking about the fucking legs and the floral. They're not like pelvic floor. I think it's awesome that you can know there's our our vaginas have so many nerve endings. Dr. Drew, you ever hear him explain the squirting? what? No. The squirting? Yeah, he'll talk about the Bartholin's gland and where it all comes from. It's like, stop it. You're desexualizing everything. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but it is squirting does exist. Okay, we have time for one more. Peeing does too. Go ahead. Okay. This is um how to ask for casual sex. Dear Emily, I want uh, I learned about you listening to Loveline. Hey, look at that. Hey, how's that? Um, I bought an amazing product uh, from your website. Oh, I love you. And I'm a female, 33 years old, living in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Has she been masturbating nonstop for four years? I don't know. I broke up with my boyfriend about a month and a half ago. I found an old F buddy and texted him asking if he's still single. He said he is still single and is looking to change that. We went on a few dates. No intellectual connection. Bottom line, he's my age, 33. He has never had a serious relationship, which is fine. He got all the jizz out of his system with, with casual <laughs> hookups, so that's good. It's my problem nice is he was the best sex I ever had. Mm-hmm. He's very giving. This was over five years ago. I'm looking for something real. He is too. Now, I know we don't have an intellectual connection. We'll never have a relationship. However, I haven't been physically satisfied for over five years with anyone except for him, and she just got out of a relationship, she said. So will I be using him if I just want sex? I know he probably wouldn't have a problem with it, of course, but we're both over the casual sex thing. So would this be too much for me to ask? Am I overthinking? Much love, Asian in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Asian. There, there's one. Girls, they, they could have overthought less. That's my Don't job. We all overthink, I'm an though? overthinker, yeah. I, she's definitely overthinking this. Yeah, she's he'll, overthinking he'll hook it, you first up, for sure. I mean, kid. dude, he'll totally hook you up. So I would say that you're overthinking it. I get it that great sex. It can be hard to find. Um, I'm also wondering if it's that euphoric recall. We tend to go back to like exes and think that it was so amazing. Right. And often you're like, oh, wasn't that great? And then it happens. You're like, this, yeah. is, this yeah. is it? Like our exes, we only remember the good things. That's how I always tell Especially, friends when they're breaking up with people, write down all the reasons why you broke up. Right. Keep it in your wallet. Yeah. I'm like, write down your iPhone, whatever. And then like, let's make that list. And I, you got to remember. But um, I think that if you're clicking with them at a sexual level, you could take advantage of it. But you just got to have a long-term relationship as well. 
might do you some good, have some hot sex, why not? But I don't think that you're also giving yourself a lot of time to be alone and figure it out. So if you think that you can really emotionally detach, because it sounds like you do want the casual sex thing, and you guys have already had casual sex in the past, mm. it might work. So you guys will kind of be stopped on your way to finding something more serious. Mm -hmm. um, now, I wonder if he thinks the same way you do, that you don't have an intellectual connection and it'll never go anywhere, because he might have more feelings for you. Here's what, yeah. Here's what, I, what I'm hearing for sure. She said twice, I think, that they're both over the casual sex thing. So it's not what they really want, but she does want to scratch that itch. The intellectual connection, it sounds like he's a dumb guy. It looks like he is looking for something more in this stage of his life. But all that being said, he'd still be down to hook you up. Totally. I mean, I think he will hook you up. So I'm saying like, yeah, you are overthinking it. I'm sure one text being like, what, what did I read? Were you here last week? It said that, um, or maybe I tweeted this, but Mashable came out with a study that in 10 texts what, or less, people are getting... Mashable. Oh, yeah, yeah, we talked about it on the last yeah. show. Ten people are getting related in ten texts or less. For right. women, it's probably five. I mean, I think that why not have sex with them again? See how great it was. You know, but you also say you want something more serious now. I would just take time and figure out what you really want. But why not? And I think that you should be honest with them. I'm not looking for anything. And have fun. Don't tell him it's because he's dumb and you don't have a connection with him. <laughs> but um I think eventually, like most casual things it ends when someone finds something else so if you are emotional you know whatever you feel fine go do it and i'd be interested to, interested to find out if it really is as good as you remembered especially five years later you might have put on right. a few exactly might have gotten lazier. but i say go for it but i think that also it sounds like you're still in touch with them and still friends you just don't want to hurt them so make sure you're both in the same place and that one more note before i go is that the sex might be so great you might find yourself spending a lot of time with them which we also do so you People are like, oh, I'm just hooking up, but we're spending five minutes a week together. Well, when you do that or you keep sleeping with the next, you're not allowing new people to come in. The universe cannot bring you the person you want when you're sleeping with the wrong person. Right. So I'm just going to put that out there. Asian in the Midwest. Thank you, sweetie, for emailing. Asia. Asian, she said. Oh, she's Asian. Asian. Oh, Asian. Asian in the Midwest. And she lives in the Midwest. That's probably fairly rare out there. Is that what she's... You know, I haven't lived there in a long time, but I, I don't think it's rare. Uh -huh. No. When I was... No. Okay. Asian, no. Picturing um, a, a Japanese girl with that cowboy hat. Ah, exactly. But you're awesome. Thanks for emailing me. Thanks for listening. I love you all. Um, thank you, Anderson. Thank you, Em. And you rock. So everyone has to check out his podcast, The Film Vault. The Film Vault and the After Disaster. Uh, and more importantly, A Cold Cockle Night. That's that's what I, That's why I'm in kind of a weird mood right now. I'm sorry. I haven't really seen the light of day. All I've been doing is staring at, at things. And We're going to come obsessing. worship you at your movie altar. I just don't want any, because there's people flying in from out of the country and out of the state. Oh, there's people. There's people that you know buy tickets and they're, and they're coming. They're showing. It's 15 bucks. And, uh, you're Dude, that's nothing. A bunch of a bunch of little it. stories. I mean, so it's perfect if you're a uh, little ADD. Like a lot of movies, like That's 90 minutes. That's why I love shorts. Yeah. these and Because I'm are like, all if it's over eight minutes, I'm like, oh. Entertaining them one way or another, I promise you that. Mm. I wouldn't waste my time unless they were. Well, we're all going to be there to support you. Um, I love you all. Remember, um, Hustler Hollywood uh, this H -H. weekend is a, what am I saying? She, New York, and then Hustler Hollywood on the 29th. And I just love you all. And thank you to Madison and to Lori and to Alyssa for making this show so great. I love you all, my whole team, and Eddie too, and Anderson. I love you. Thanks so much for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, um, I need to tell you about Promescent. We mentioned it earlier with our five-minute man, Tom. God, I don't need to keep bringing it up, Tom. But listen, Tom. here's the thing. Promescent is the 
only pre, uh, premature, only approved treatment for premature ejaculation. But also, if you just want to last longer in bed, you can just use it because, gosh, I only last five, I want to go 10. I last seven, I want to go 14. There are no side effects. It just is a delay spray. You put it on your penis, you wait 10 minutes, and then you don't have to think about your, you know, aunt with the fray mustache having always, sex. You always go to that. That must be a real detour. Well, what do guys think about baseball players? You know, whatever. So get Promescent. Go to promescent.com or click on the banner on my website. Love you all. Thanks for listening.